Hello again and welcome back to Digital Punch, the show where we delve into the evolution of our favorite video game series uh, through the years. I'm your host with the most, Taylor Dahl. I'm your other host who's got a relatively good amount, PJ Kelble. He's got some. Today we're doing the third game in the Smash Brothers series, Super Smash Brothers Brawl for the Wii. For the Wii. For the Wii. For Wii. the Wii. For the Wii. For the Wii. Was a uh, revolution, revol- a revolutionary game station itself. It, that it was, yeah. Complimented by the best Smash Brothers game in the series, and I'm being sarcastic. Seven years after Melee, a new installment of the Smash Bros. series was headed to the stores during the height of the Nintendo Wii's popularity. Unlike the first two games, this was developed by Sora Limited, Sakurai's own company, after he split from HAL Laboratory. It was a combined effort between Sora Limited, Nintendo, and third-party dev teams. Uh, it took about three years to complete. Fun fact, I actually waited to get a Wii outside of Target for like mm. five hours, you know, camped out in the front before they opened. At didn't launch. get one. You didn't get one? No. Nah, they had a limited. They couldn't tell us. But you were waiting at dicks. launch? Yeah. You waited at a store mm-hmm. at launch. And then they ran out. Yeah, they didn't have enough. That's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get my Wii for a couple of years after it came out, but then I remember when Brawl was coming out and they were doing all the teasers where they were like uploading a character at a time to the website online and you kept checking back and you'd be like, oh my gosh, they have a new character posted. Mm-hmm. That was so exciting. Um, the Brawl trailers are the most vivid trailers in my memory from the Smash games because yeah. there was a huge graphic update. It was so. I mean, it was after Melee, which again I would say is the best game. So it's the series is extremely popular. We all know the Wii was very innovative and it flew off shelves, as you said. You couldn't even get one after waiting for hours outside. Mm-hmm. It's hard um, to find. What? It was hard to get one. Hard to find. They were sold out for, for a good long while. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was the first time I remember a console being like completely sold out for months and months. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I remember because that Christmas I was supposed to get one, didn't wind up getting one because they like couldn't find one in time. Um, Brawl, when it came, implemented a large amount of changes from its predecessor. It's the first Smash game to not have every character from the last game return. Young Link, Mewtwo, P- Pichu, Dr. Mario, and Roy never made it over to Brawl, unfortunately. What's interesting is you look at all the characters that were left out, Young Link, Pichu, Dr. Mario, and Roy, those are all clones. Yeah. Like, direct clones of other characters, except for Mewtwo. And I get, yeah, he was kind of replaced by Lucario a little bit. His moveset was... he. They both had the Shadow Ball, but that was about it. But, like, True. it's weird that Mewtwo got left out. Yeah. Was, and he wasn't a clone. They also introduced third-party characters for the first time, which was huge. We got, like, Solid Snake from Metal Gear. Um, Is that when Sonic came in? And Sonic, yeah, barely slipped in. They were originally planning on putting him in. There were uh, renegotiations or whatever with Sega. They backed out, so they dropped him from the game. And within the last, like, few weeks before the game launched, Sega was like, wait, 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 wait. Actually, we do want Sonic in it. So they had to, like, rush him in, and that's why he wound up not getting any time in the story. They also expanded the Kirby and Star Fox cast with some great characters that like Meta Knight and DDD and Wolf that all just had some really cool move sets. Um, 
completely new to the world of Smash Bros. were Pit from Kid Icarus, uh, Captain Olimar from Pikmin, and Rob, the lovable robot, and none of them had any characters from their respective uh, origins in this game, in these games yet. And only a handful of stages wound up returning from Melee, including favorites like Pokemon Stadium, Brinstar, and uh, Temple. Corneria. Corneria, yeah. Unfortunately, they uh, wound up changing the overall mechanics of the game. Uh, everything was slower. You fall, bit. yeah, everything, just overall. You'd fall slower, you lagged longer after moves or after hitting the ground. You basically ran like you were in quicksand. Um, the mm -hmm. air dodges got nerfed, they weren't directional. You could just air dodge in whatever direction you were already traveling, made movement a lot less optional. Um, every single non-character specific mechanic was made basically less useful. And the piece to resistance, you could randomly trip while you're moving around. Yeah, that was And just, just fall over and not be able to move. That was just rude. Every decision they made was to make Smash less competitive or less skill-based, and this was a huge shift, try, trying to shift to the party game that Nintendo was always hoping that it would be. But another great aspect that Super Smash Bros. Brawl introduced was um, the magical final smash, ultimate character-specific attack with a special animation. And these attacks, if timed right, most of them could provide a one-hit KO, uh, among other abilities as well. So when we actually are playing Brawl, I, got, I, I do gotta say it looks really smooth. Um, it's pretty, the animations are pretty gorgeous, the designs, the maps are all fantastic. Uh, the new characters all felt new and unique, and uh, they were all kind of like a, a blast to try and master. Like, I'm specifically thinking of characters like Meta Knight and DDD, who were just so off from the, I don't know, the normal. I guess there's not really normal. Smash did away with normal, but they were just, we hadn't seen anything like them before. So one one really strong aspect of Brawl was the story mode called Subspace Emissary. Uh, it just really stands out in their game. There, there was more focus on character interactions and overall storyline that had been missing from the game so far. It was just bigger, longer experience than Melee and visually and audibly just polished. The story mode on Brawl was probably my favorite story mode of all the Smash games. Definitely. And the weird trophy mechanic where you had to convert the enemy into a trophy, trying to convert the final boss, Taboo, who oh, yeah? was my favorite final boss, yeah. into a trophy was a very fun challenge. adventure. Yeah, yeah, challenge. yeah, yeah. Definitely. I loved all the little cutscenes with the characters interacting and getting in fights with each other and whatnot. Those were really fun. However, the versus mode suffered greatly at the hands of the changes to the mechanics like we discussed earlier. At any point in the game, for absolutely no reason, your character can trip and become vulnerable for four seconds. This game is more than willing to throw the match for you. Uh, this made it so the only reason to play was as a hectic free-for-all party game or going through the story mode. That was until the invention of Project M, the savior of Brawl. Project M is a mod of Brawl that implements the mechanics of Melee 
along with changing the character movesets overall, buffing everyone until basically anyone is viable in the game. Overall keeps the great graphics, maps, and character designs uh, combined with making everything faster. Like They even added some fun character skins, and I believe they added back in Mewtwo, and they, they did some quality of life changes, such as dividing up the characters that were multiple characters in-game, like Pokemon Trainer and uh, Sheik in Zelda. You could pick whichever one you wanted from the character select screen as you're going in. Yeah, overall, just incredibly improved the game, I think. <coughs> pros and cons. Alright, for my pros, I'd say the game looks beautiful. It, I, uh, I haven't touched on this yet, but it easily, I think, has the best score in the, in the series as well. The, the music is fantastic. Um, great single player, an actual storyline. They added some solid characters that would be fan favorites up until now still for the rest of the series. And the decision to finally add in third-party characters was huge, and I'm really glad that they did that. My cons, I hate the gameplay. It's too slow, and tripping sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pros are similar for me. I like a lot of the characters they added. I like Wolf a lot. I like the third-party characters. Uh, Meta Knight was fun. Um, the story mode was great. You talked about the score. Uh, now that you mention it, actually, the song that plays when you battle Taboo is probably the most memorable music from all of the Smash games for me. And the graphic update was huge at the time. It was a big it, bump. It, yeah. It, it made me really excited for the game. Cons? Just the gameplay sucked. Tripping sucks. It's fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into our ratings, we are going to go over some fun facts for Brawl. Fun facts! So fun facts for Brawl. So when Nintendo reached out to Sakurai, if he had declined the role of directing this new Smash installment, they would have actually just wound up porting Melee over to the Wii with some online capabilities, and that was it. Um, but luckily, Sakurai accepted the role. We wound up with Brawl, and we wound up with uh, a fantastic series from there on out, because he stuck with it. Uh, we already kind of went over this, but due to licensing, Sonic was added extremely late to the game. There were a lot of characters considered for this game when they were in development, and they got to different stages of development with them, and these characters included some very interesting faces, such as Pac-Man, uh, Crystal from Star Fox Adventures, my favorite Star Fox game. Uh, even Villager from Animal Crossing was considered back for Brawl. Uh, the crazy one would have been Blastoise. They were talking about doing Blastoise instead of Squirtle, but to round out the, the trilogy of Pokemon, they just wound up, wound up going with Squirtle, and Sakurai just thought it would fit a little bit better for, the, uh, for, the, for this game. Dixie Kong and Plusel and Minin were also some other characters considered. Plusel and Minin, of course, the the electronic red and blue rodents from the third gen of Pokemon. That was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. No crunches. All right. Stop it. So overall, 
Drummel, please. I give wrong 2.5 punch bowls. <laughs> That's not very much juice. Uh, half empty, some would say. I'm going to give a brawl. 3.5 punch bowls, surprisingly. 3.5? Yeah, no, I see. I mean, still a lot better than a lot of the fighting games out there, but um, I give it 2.5 because I think it, it took strides in certain places, but oh, more more so greatly backtracked overall. Um, Project M, however, if we were to score it, I would give it a, probably a 4 or 4.5. They fixed the heck out of this game with that mod, and I wish it would have been the official game, but still had some great moments in Brawl. Yeah, and the the main reason I'm giving it such a high score is because obviously the gameplay is pretty horrible, the mechanics, but at the time the game came out, it didn't bother me because I wasn't good enough to yeah. really notice. Hugely, yeah, hugely popular. I liked what they did with the graphics. I liked the characters they added. I liked the story mode. Mm -hmm. In conclusion, it's nowhere near the best of the series. I'd argue it's the worst. But we wouldn't have Ultimate today if we didn't suffer through Brawl back in the day. Oh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. See you soon for... We'll see you soon for the next iteration of the Smash Bros. series, Super Smash Bros. 4 for the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS. Bye! Bye! Yeah.